Today's Gospel passage is often given the title, Jesus cleanses the temple. Rather than the word cleanse, a popular modern word that you might use in its place is detoxification, or detox for short. So perhaps we could call today's account, Jesus detoxes the temple. When I looked up the concept of detox, it described it as a popular concept that involves various methods aimed at removing toxins from the body to promote health and well-being. Going further, it listed several forms of detox that people undertake today. The first and perhaps most well-known is a diet detox, avoiding processed foods, sugars and alcohol, and instead favouring a diet rich in whole foods, fruit smoothies and perhaps even wheatgrass shots. Another mentioned was water detox, where people only consume water for a certain period of time. This is believed to help the body cleanse itself of toxins. An increasingly popular form of detox during Lent is a digital detox, removing stress and improving mental well-being by voluntarily refraining from using digital devices such as smartphones, tablets and computers for a certain period. The list of possible detoxes goes on, as I'm sure you can imagine, with ever more specific and, in some cases, extreme regimes and procedures. But regardless of the particular form, they all share something in common. They are for people who believe that there is something that they are doing or ingesting that is toxic, that is somehow harmful to themselves, their bodies and or their minds that there is some form of cumulative build-up of these toxins that requires action to purge, to cleanse, to detoxify. And this is something shared in common with today's Gospel account. The temple in Jerusalem was central to Jewish tradition, serving as God's earthly dwelling and the nexus of heaven and earth, especially within the Holy of Holies. Constructed by Solomon as a divine promise, it symbolised God's covenant with Israel as the exclusive site for sacrifices and pivotal festivals like Passover. It was integral to worship, atonement and community. But it was the temple's pivotal role for worship and sacrifice during major festivals like Passover that necessitated the presence of the temple traders to facilitate the needs of pilgrims for sacrificial animals and for currency exchange. Initially, this was simply addressing a practical need, but over time it became exploitative. The sacred space was becoming a marketplace marred by corruption, commercialisation and exploitation. To put it another way, it had become a toxic presence within the temple walls, something that marred the very purpose and intention of the temple as a place for sincere worship. That was why it had to be dealt with. Just as the temple had a core purpose, I wonder whether you ever reflect upon the question, what is my purpose? This is one of those huge questions in life. Why am I here? What am I here for? People can sometimes panic when they can't easily answer these questions. And it's not my intention to set anybody into a tailspin this morning. 
So let me start to answer that question by relating something that I heard this week. Rick Warren, the author of the book A Purpose Driven Life, said this, The greatest purpose in life is to know and accept that you are loved by God. From that sure foundation, from that stable base, that core purpose, many other things flow. But at its heart, our purpose is simple. To know that you are loved by God. On the walls of the Diocesan Retreat Centre, Wydell Hall, they have a similarly simple phrase. God is here. We are loved. That is all. I hope that helps as you potentially continue to ponder such questions. 1 Corinthians 6, 18-20 reminds us that we are a temple with the following words. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God, and that you are not your own? So let me pose this challenge to you this morning. Recognising that you are a temple and recognising that core purpose as being to be loved by God, the challenge is this. Do you require a detox? Are there any things akin to those stalls in the temple that have got in the way, that have become way more important than they were ever meant to be? Perhaps so important that they have really distracted from the core heart of who you were meant to be. If so, this period of Lent offers that opportunity to intentionally clear away some of the rubble, to clear away some of the things that occupy your heart, your mind, your body, your time, that perhaps, just like the stalls in the temple, once had a purpose, but have now overtaken that purpose. Chatting with one of my sons, he was appalled at the idea of a digital detox and I think considered it to be something equivalent to attempting to live without air. But we actually had a good conversation about the necessity for any detox, really being about the nature of one's relationship with whatever it is. If, for example, it's technology, the question would be if technology wants the servant in your life there to support your main purpose, has now become the increasingly ever more demanding master. For the stalls in the temple, the issue was that they had gone from serving to support the purpose of the temple, to worship and honour God, to instead becoming the focus of the temple. And that is the question we have to ask of any potential distractions in our lives. Have they become the main event, and by doing so become toxic, and the very reason why a Lenten detox might be worthwhile? Practically, that might involve an intentionally different and rebalanced use of your time, such as coming to the remaining sessions of the Lent course, signing up for the Church of England Lent Reflections, or perhaps just dedicating a set-aside time for reading the Bible or prayer. The good news, as we do this, is that whilst we might have in the past sometimes got the balance wrong and neglected the presence of God in the temple, God through his Holy Spirit, never neglects or stops loving us. Just as that passage from 1 Corinthians reminded us, God's Holy Spirit is always present to dwell within each one of us today.